Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Please be advised that Gen X This Is Why contains adult language. Okay, here's where you can bring in your real-life karate experience. I'm going to bring it to your house right now. <laughs> And welcome to Gen X This Is Why, the podcast where we re-examine the sometimes bizarre and often scarring media of our shared childhood. My name is Amy and I'm a proud Gen Xer born in 1977. And I'm her sister Jenny, born in 1974. My older sister. If you can do math, they can figure that out. <laughs> Today we continue our series Blockbusters with the 1984 box office hit, The Karate Kid. Jen? The description reads, an elderly martial arts expert, Pat Morito, teaches a high schooler, Ralph Macchio, to defend himself from bullies. Okay. Not very, not too much going on there. No, not That's too much. the Amazon description. Although I'm going to take issue with that description. Okay. Pat Morita is not elderly. Uh, he's no. He's 55 at this age. No, he's not. He's is 50, he really? Yeah, because he died in 2005. So help me at the math, okay? Oh, boy. Here he we died go. in 2005. Mm-hmm. And he was 75 when he died. This was filmed in 1984. Um, was he 54? 56? He was born 1930 then. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is when? 84? Mm-hmm. So he's 54, yeah. Yeah. Wow. He's 54. He's not elderly. I think he's supposed to be older in the show, though. Can we all agree, though, that elderly is like 75 on? Maybe even 80. I would say that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But he, I think he's supposed to skewer, just like Ralph Macchio. Oh, yeah. I have it. 23. He was 22 when he filmed this. Oh, okay. 22. And he's supposed to be, what do we think, 16? 15, because he turned 16 in the movie. Okay. All right. And he looks 12. He does. Okay, so Jenny, how did you feel watching The Karate Kid? You know, you haven't seen it in how long? You probably haven't watched it in a good 20 years, right? 20? It's been more than that, probably. Yeah. I think I haven't seen it since the 80s. So what'd you think? I mean, it was less exciting than I remember it. Like, Mm -hmm. I remember it being, like, super dramatic. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also took four and a half years of karate since then. Mm -hmm. So that was an interesting point of view to have. About it from mm-hmm. it. That mm-hmm. was really interesting. I mean, it was it was entertaining. Like I was entertained. The two hour it was went by fast. Unlike Howard the Dog. Yes, I agree. <laughs> and I'm just gonna say up front, the writer is Robert Mark K. 
Kamen, K-A-M-E-N, Kamen, Kamen. He actually went on to write some pretty decent things. He did The Fifth Element. He did Transporter. And he did Taken. Oh, Lord. Which I love me. Okay. Some Liam Neeson movies. Taken, the first one. (laughs) Yeah. Excellent. Loved it. I'll watch anything with him in it. Not because I love him. Okay. But I just love, like, that is my guilty pleasure. Like, him just kicking ass. But Taken 1 was great. Loved it. Yeah. Taken 2, take, come on, man. Come on, what's going on with this kid? Not great, but I'll still watch it. I'll watch anything where Liam Neeson kicks somebody's ass. Like, I feel like he's failing by Taken 3, because it's like, Mm. what are you doing? Like, (laughs) your kid keeps getting taken. Oh, my God. Yeah. Pa, Pa, Mr. Edward should star in Taken. Because their kids are always missing. All they're doing is like tracking down and saving their kids Mm -hmm. constantly. Um, The writer here is also writing the new series Cobra Kai. Oh, really? Yes. Which we'll talk about a little bit later. I haven't seen any of that, of course. Okay, so let's start off, shall we, Jenny? I guess. We open in Newark, New Jersey in September. Gross. We, We see Lucille and her son, Daniel LaRusso. Pulling away in an old beat up 69 Chevelle wagon. Just so you know, you'll always know when I watch things with Timmy because I will have the exact year model. I thought of every that car. was the Malibu, a Chevy Malibu wagon. Malibu is the the hierarchy of Chevelle. Wow. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, first of all, Newark. Okay, it's September, so the disgusting smell of August has probably passed because mm-hmm, like everything mm-hmm. gets super disgusting in August. I just think of Newark as the place I get stuck in traffic. Yeah. Well. Sometimes on purpose. That's always. I'm just always in traffic in Newark. Okay. Sometimes in New Jersey, you get stuck in traffic on purpose. I'm just Actually, saying. that's the state of New Jersey. Yeah. Basically. All right. So Lucille is singing California, Here We Come. And I said, God, I wish our parents picked us up and moved us to California. Yeah. We yeah. wouldn't have allowed it, especially at that age. Yeah, I guess. Mom, dad, talking directly <laughs> to you. You failed on that one. So Daniel is not happy. They're going to California for a job. And at one point they have to push the car to pop it because it's a stick. And the I, have, I have a question for your consultant, which I hope you got answered. I What's have wrong a full with this car? explanation. It? Is it a okay. clutch problem? Tim, no. Timmy okay. said either the battery's dead or the starter's gone. Okay. So what you do when you have a standard is you push it to get the RPMs going. Okay. And with the clutch down. Okay. And then once you get the RPMs up to a certain amount, you pop the clutch out and you'll be in gear. Huh. And the car will go. I thought it might be the starter, but I didn't think standard. Yeah. I didn't know if standards had a starter because I've yeah. I've never yep. really driven standards. Yeah. Hmm. So that's what is happening there. God. So it's probably like if it's the battery, it's a $60 fix. Right. If it's a starter, it's going to be a little more expensive. But I have a, like, how does she drive it alone? Well, it doesn't always do that. Oh, so okay. it could just be a, you know. She probably just get someone to push her for. Yeah, maybe. Um, my father-in-law actually has a truck that has no starter in it. It's like a farm truck, what we call farm truck in the country. It's something you just drive around the property. And he always has it parked downhill, and that's why. Because he gets he in it, and goes downhill, and starts. Wow. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So they arrive at South Seas, an apartment complex. Mom is super happy. Daniel, not so much. And it appears they've brought all of their stuff in this station wagon because there's no moving truck. There's no moving. There's like three boxes of dishes and a bike. Yep. And no clothes, it seems like. Danny. I'm going to call him Danny. 
I'm comfortable with Danny. How do you feel about that? Is that what she calls him? Yeah. The the girlfriend calls him Daniel. Whatever you have to do to get through this. I think Danny just rolls off the tongue a little better. Okay. Danny bumps into some dude and they become friends and he invites Danny to a beach party at the end of the summer that starts in the middle of the day. I think Danny's just, I don't know if I can call him this. I'll try. Should we call him Daniel? I mean, what are the other options? Should we call him the Karate Kid? No. <laughs> no Should we call that. him Daniel-san? Daniel-san. Um, we'll call him Daniel. Go. I think Daniel's suspicious of this guy because, like, no one's this friendly on the East Coast, especially in New Jersey, right? He's like, this guy's, like, all over me. Yeah, like, what the what fuck is, are you doing, dude? Yeah. yeah, you trying to sell me something? Super, super happy people. Inside the apartment, the sink is broken, and Lucille sends Daniel out to look for the maintenance guy, and he finds Mr. Miyagi. And I wrote, I never knew Mr. Miyagi was the maintenance man. I forgot that. I didn't know that either. I thought he just lived in the apartment building, I guess. Mr. Miyagi's attempting to catch a fly with chopsticks, and he's a man of little words, and he says, I, all the time. And he's tending to some bonsai trees. Well, he's surrounded by them at this point. Mm -hmm. All right. So we go to the beach party the next day, and it consists of a bunch of bros kicking a soccer ball and ogling chicks. Daniel spots Elizabeth Shue. I had I didn't realize till the end of the movie that this was Elizabeth. Are you Shue. kidding me? I just forgot. I didn't oh, realize she it was, was in her. everything. I know. Mm-hmm. I, what happened to her? I don't like. She's gone. Now. I don't know. That maybe that would have been a good index card. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Daniel spots Elizabeth Chu, whose name is Allie. I'm going to call her by the correct name because they didn't wait 25 minutes to introduce us to her. While a really bad Beach Boys wannabe song plays, <sighs> they must the have- soundtrack's not great. There are some good songs. There are some a couple of good songs. There's a few, but it's no dirty generally soundtrack. Whatever. Daniel learns Allie's a rich girl. And after his bros pressure him, he strikes up a conversation with her. He starts teaching her to juggle a soccer ball when a menacing group of boys wearing thriller jackets pull up on motorcycles. Johnny says at 8 a.m. tomorrow he'll be a senior and he has one year to make everything work out. I have no idea what that means, but okay. He spies Danny and Allie and flies into a rage. Apparently he used to date her. So they zip down there on their little bikes and Johnny starts harassing Allie and takes her boombox. I only have one sentence about these guys. Okay. They have the smallest dicks in the world. The smallest dicks in the world. Mm -hmm. No question. Mm -hmm. I agree. Small dick syndrome, 100% here. There's a lot of toxic masculinity in these 80s movies. 100%. Okay. So apparently Johnny is in a gang called the Cobra Kai's. I Uh, never knew this. It's not a gang. It's a dojo. It's a karate gang. It's a dojo. It's a dojo. But Kenny, what separates them from a gang? This is LA in the 80s. They are not a gang. They're literally wearing the same uniform. They're beating up a 12-year-old on the sand. (laughs) They're not a gang. (laughs) He steals her boombox and smashes it. And Daniel, like an idiot, gets involved. <laughs> and there's the worst fight scene. Like, Daniel's just literally running into his leg over and over and over and tripping. Well, he's just he's he's just deflecting him. Like, he's yeah. not even, he doesn't even have to engage Johnny him. Johnny kicks the up. shit out of him, yeah. everybody. Spoiler alert. The spin kick was some serious shit. That probably broke a rib. Yeah. Allie starts beating the shit out of Johnny in turn. And then the friends that he had gone to the party with, the guy from the apartment complex, they all turn on him. What's with these West Coasters, man? No loyalty. 
They're like, oh, dude, we're out of here. Like, okay. Allie attempts to comfort him, but of course, you know, can't show any vulnerability. Get out of here. So he gets his, so let's, 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 um, summarize. Daniel has had his ass kicked in the first 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. Next morning, Daniel's eating breakfast in sunglasses and his mother immediately makes them take them off. Uh, He has a black eye. She thinks he's on drugs. (laughs) She's just onto him. She's like, why are you hiding your eyes? Yeah. Yeah. I love the mother. Yeah. The mother. She's a little bit of a bad actress, but like, I I like like her. her. I like her character. Mm -hmm. Daniel arrives at school and Cruel Summer is playing. Good song. Good song. Good song. And then I wrote, I love California so much I can't take it. Can we move there? Can we move there? Can we move there? Okay, anyway. Danny spies, Daniel spies his friends and they make fun of him and leave. Oh my God, these these assholes. Did you so, catch the, they zoomed in on the sign on the building for like an odd amount of time? No, what was it? What did it said? This building is dedicated to truth, liberty, and tolerance. Oh, okay. Well, but they, they we're just not seeing much of that. It for like... Like an odd amount of time. And yeah, I'm we're like, not seeing are we supposed to, Am I supposed to take something away from them? <laughs> Allie comes over to Daniel and is very sweet to him. And the Cobra Kai are cooking up a scheme in the background in super short shorts. Yeah. Well, Oof. It's That's the mid-80s, like, so you still have that like 70s vibe hanging around. Like when my girls try to go to soccer practice in these little Nike pros and I'm always yelling at them, it looks like you don't have pants on. Yeah, it's a problem. They trip Daniel on the soccer field and he freaks out and the coach throws him off the field. So I have a, I have a couple of questions. Okay. Is Daniel, he's probably a sophomore, right? Maybe. Sure. Cause he's like 15 turning mm-hmm. 16. So he's, he's not a senior. Why are they playing with these like seniors? Well, like, the high class? school plays together. Is this gym class or is this like a soccer league? It's soccer tryouts. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. I just felt like, you know, they all roughed him up. There's big seniors rushing this, roughing this dude up. And then he goes bonkers. I know. He does. You don't Finally. fuck with an Italian from New Jersey. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. Okay. At home, Jenny, Daniel's teaching himself karate out of a magazine. Have you done this? So No, I have not. And I saw the kick was like, such, that was like freaking rockets. That was not a karate kick. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Miyagi walks in and he's like, Oh my God. What are you doing? <laughs> you learning karate from books? Uh, Miyagi's nosing around about Daniel's black eye. Then we have another day at school, and Allie's explaining about Johnny and saying that he's her ex boyfriend. And that it's over and it's been weeks. And Daniel's like, I'm an idiot for even talking to you. Yep. Yep. Meanwhile, he's a 15-year-old drinking milk for lunch. I know, and he pays for her lunch, and it's $3 total wow. for the two of them. <laughs> okay, so later, Daniel is meeting his mom after school and sees a karate place. The dojo. Da, da, da. <laughs> he scopes it out, and there's the sensei. Remember sensei? Like he, I, I had PTSD when I saw him. Yeah. He shows up in a movie. It's not good. No, he's always a horrible villain. Yep. Sensei is like intense and he's yelling shit like strike first, strike hard, no mercy. And I wrote, is this Hitler youth? I have a couple of things here. First of all, this was not my dojo. No way. (laughs) It's any dojo. Again. No, 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 it totally is. Okay. Because the only dojos like this, the only dojos I know are from this movie 
And from the episode of Seinfeld where Kramer beats up the kid. No, you know the one too. What was the other one? From It's Always Sunny? No, the dude that would, like, you want a roundhouse kick to the face from the while I'm wearing these bad boys? Uncle Rico. Oh, Napoleon well, Dynamite. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, that yeah. one. Yep, yep, yep. Um, there's a lot of dojos like this. R- good ones are not like this. Like, serious ones are not like this. This okay. is not what martial arts is. Like, okay. it's not. But there's definitely a lot of this shit around. Jenny, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. What do you think the vibe was at the dojo where Howard the Duck learned quack fu? <laughs> like this. <laughs> but there's a lot of this shit. There's okay. definitely yeah. a lot of this shit around. It's like Hitler Youth. It's terrifying. But okay. it was bad. Yeah, Turns out this, Jen, this is Johnny's gang. It's his so, dojo. So Daniel runs out and goes and has dinner with his mother now. The mother apparently now works at the restaurant, even though earlier Daniel says, we're here for my mother's job. She works with space or airlines or something. And now she's a waitress. So I I, don't know what's happening. I think that was all a lie. Uh, Obviously. And I think she just wanted to move to California. I don't know. I don't blame her. But she happens to work next door to the dojo, of course. I don't blame her. Good on you. It's not that big. Okay. So they're in a window eating. And outside the window, Cobra Kai sees him, and they cook something up. <laughs> and he's drinking milk again. <laughs> oh, God. After dinner with his mother, Daniel's riding home on his bike, and Cobra Kai jumps him. Well, they, like, force him off the road. Into this is what I'm saying. Tactic. These guys are not a gang. <laughs> the menacing, this menacing karate gang is really dedicated to making this kid's life miserable. Like, you have, if you want to be, if you want to learn karate, you have to learn to take a fall, which is a real thing. Yeah, I know, but But this is what they're doing with their time. Daniel makes it home and attempts to throw his bike in a dumpster, and he sees his mother, and she demands answers. Daniel punches the building and starts screaming that he wants to go home, and then he's screaming, I have to take karate, Mom! I have to take karate! (laughs) And Mr. Miyagi overhears the entire thing. I just have Mr. Miyagi over here. Daniel crying to his mom. (laughs) (laughs) Back at school, Daniel's still chasing Allie around despite getting his ass handed to him. She invites him to like this arcade place and he agrees. But then he sees Johnny and like runs away. And she's like, you can't run away from this, Johnny. She like emasculates him from everybody. You can't run away from this, Daniel. Run away from this. Stop being scared. Like, you know, that kind of thing. Did you see what he's wearing in the scene? No, the outfits are real bad. He's wearing like a plaid shirt and camouflage pants. Oh, God. Like, okay. dude, tone it down a little bit. Okay. Like, you're like, just what are you doing? Control yourself. <laughs> it's a mess. Later, it's not. It's this is not Daniel's fault. This is her no, fault. it's not and, his and, fault. and Johnny's fault. Someone needs to draw some boundaries here. Yep, I agree. Later at home, Daniel finds the bike is repaired and realizes Miyagi did it. He goes down to thank him, and this is when Miyagi's, like, clipping the bonsai trees. And we have Miyagi life lesson number one here. Which I just wrote, let's see how racist this gets. Oh, yeah. Number one, close eyes, daniel son. Concentrate. Think about only the tree. Remember picture and make tree-like picture. Just trust picture. If it comes in from inside you, it will be right. Okay. And then I wrote, how can Daniel... Picture a perfect bonsai tree in his mind if he's never seen one and has no idea what they are. I mean, these bonsai trees, so I also have... They're amazing. I've also gotten a bonsai tree in the time since I've seen 
karate kid and they're not easy. This is not an easy thing to do. And they're friggin' um, yeah, they're, they're amazing. They're yeah, probably yeah, yeah. like 30 years old. Like yep. it's crazy. They're absolutely beautiful. Miyagi hands the mother a bonsai tree and gives Daniel a bonsai tree. Like he's just giving them away. Yeah, here you go. Just here, everyone gets a tree. Mm-hmm. Although the one he gave the mother is like more of a starter bonsai tree. That's like the kind I the have. The mother's not going to take care of that shit. She's a single mother working to make ends meet. I mean, they don't take that much time. She's to not going to sit home and take care of her bonsai tree. How how much time do you think they require? That- you ever see Danielson ever touch his bonsai tree again? No, but you also don't see the inside of their apartment again. That's true. Maybe they maybe he doesn't live there anymore. A few nights later, we learn there's a school dance for Halloween and Daniel's not going. And Miyagi helps him with a costume to disguise himself so that he can go. And I remembered this, the shower curtain. So he's in the shower curtain. Allie spots him right away and they get in the curtain together and they start dancing. She is in the curtain, like just totally slamming Johnny. Like I hate him. Hope he gets a taste of his own medicine. That motherfucker, you know, whatever. He has a small dick. I don't know what she's saying. And Daniel's like, he'll get what's coming to him. And then later he's in the bathroom and he figures out Johnny's in the stall rolling joints, everybody. Right. (laughs) And he not so subtly puts a hose over the stall. Johnny sees none of this because he's a Walkman on. Okay. And he's bent over rolling a a J. And Daniel in this huge shower curtain costume like grabs this hose, puts it over, and then turns the water on and runs out and doesn't trying to, trying to run in this damn costume. Right, but like by the time Johnny got out of the stall, Daniel was out of the bathroom. Yeah. He could have just pretended he didn't do it. Yeah. Daniel yep. Johnny didn't see him do it. Yeah. But by running. Yeah, now he knows who did it. Now he knows. Yeah. All right. So the Cobra Kai are dressed like skeletons. And they all start chasing Daniel and they're going to kick his ass. And he's running like a mofo through the, through the uh, brush. I'm not going to outrun these guys because these guys are conditioned, man. Like, I know. I, I said the same thing. No I way. said, you are not going to outrun these guys. No they're way. like super conditioned. Mm-mm. So then they give him like the beating of his life. And we get the classic. This is like a trope from all bully movies. Like he's had enough, dude. He hasn't had enough. Not to like, you know, beat the shit off of more. So we have that whole thing going on. Guess who appears, Jen? Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi out of the shadows and kicks the shit out of all of them. And I think it was probably really helpful for Miyagi that they had those skeleton costumes on because you could just aim your kicks yep. and stuff yeah, he directly knew at their where ribs. The bones were. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel's fading in and out and then passes out. And Miyagi gets him to his place and nurses his wounds. Well, and again, like respected martial artists would never have kicked Daniel's ass. Like they wouldn't have chased him and kicked his ass. It's a defensive thing. Like right. Miyagi defends Daniel and then yes. he probably could have killed all of them if he wanted to, but yes. he did it. But I will say this. It didn't look like he really hit them that hard, but they're writhing around in pain. He just incapacitated them. Yeah. yeah. Mr. And, and here's another thing. There's like eight of them. And when they start to come to, aren't they just going to get up and kick his ass? Miyagi? I mean, he's a, quote, elderly man. Yeah, yeah. But did you see, there was a thing in Brooklyn where this elderly man was leaving the subway and three kids attacked him. And he was like a fifth degree black belt in martial arts. And he put one of them in the hospital and to like, like broke like 10 bones on like the other one, like kicked their asses. So you can never underestimate. I think we need to do an experiment. 
I'll get seven people to kick the shit out of you and you try to defend I, them with your... Body. I don't have a seventh degree brown belt. <laughs> if I did, I might have stand a chance. Okay. I only have a third degree brown belt, which is one step below black belt. So I didn't train for the black belt. Okay. But one to one, I could probably beat on someone a little bit if All I right. had to. Okay. But not seven people. I mean, can that you, takes can extreme you beat on Timmy? Can you beat on Timmy? I probably could a little bit. All right. I could at least hold my own for a while. Add that to the list. Bonus content. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mr. Miyagi and Daniel have a little conversation. And Mr. Miyagi explains that his father taught him karate. And that all Miyagis know two things. Fish and karate. And he said karate comes from China. 16th century. It was called te or hand. Then a Miyagi ancestor called it karate. Empty hand. Daniel asks Mr. Miyagi to teach him karate. Miyagi says, I will not teach you karate for revenge. Karate is for defense only. And he says that the Cobra Kai has a bad teacher who's teaching them to use karate to inflict pain. Daniel then says, maybe he'll go to Cobra Kai and check it out. Will Mr. Miyagi come with you? What is happening? I don't know. I don't know. Miyagi but says, does Miyagi imply that his father invented karate in Japan? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Or his, his ancestor. His ancestor. Yeah. So then Miyagi says, like, no, I'm not going with you to the evil dojo I just told you about. And Daniel freaks out on him. Thanks for nothing. To the dude who literally just saved saved his life. life. Saved his life. Like, nursed his wounds. Daniel was acting like a spoiled 14-year-old there. Yeah. Well, he is. Yeah. Well, he's a spoiled 15-year-old, I think. Sure. Miyagi gives in and says he'll go. And Daniel asks Miyagi what kind of belt he has. And Miyagi says canvas. $8.99 at JCPenney's. Because real martial artists don't care. Yep. He says, in Okinawa, belts hold up pants. (laughs) Then Daniel finally says, thank you for beating up that gang. That's it. I mean, it's a good way to measure your skill set, but it's not, like, that's not the main thing. That's not the driver. Right. Right. So the next day, Miyagi and Daniel go down to Cobra Kai, and Cobra Kai are doing drills and yelling, kill, 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 kill. Kill, kill. Uh, well, like, no, they're not yelling kill. They're they're kiaying. They're not yelling kill. No, that's they're just yelling their kill. Key. Were they yelling kill at kill at some point? Because their kiaies sound like kill a little bit. Kiai, kiai. I don't know. That might need a rewatch. Denise, <laughs> if you decide to watch this, come at us. Let us know. I think they're yelling kill, kill, kill. I think they're just kiaying. Okay. Uh. So- I wrote, Sensei's all coked up. <laughs> and he's yelling, Mercy's for the win. He is definitely coked up. There's no question. <laughs> we need to keep a running score of how many of these people are on coke. Because this is a recurring human. I mean, it was 80s. It was oh 80s. God. So he starts taunting Miyagi. Like, you don't come to my dojo and drop a challenge and leave. And he tries to, like, fight him. Yeah, it was bizarre, and it ends with Mr. Miyagi signing Daniel up for the All Valley Under Eighteen tournament. Which the okay, so the tournament is December nineteenth. It is like the day or two after Halloween, so he has like six weeks to train yeah. for this. Yeah, no, nope, no, nope, not no. gonna happen. I mean, there is. It sounds like he's taken karate before, so he's not like yeah new new to it in general. Not like if I signed up for it, six weeks to train for a tournament, no. Nope. And, and the best part of this, though, is Sensei Miyagi says, you know, you have to promise that your group will leave Daniel-san alone so that he could train. 
And Sensei tells them, you know, the prima donna's off limits. But then he turns to Miyagi and goes, if the boy doesn't show, it's open season on you and him. I wrote, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, you know, Daniel's like, "Uh, did you just sign me up for a karate tournament? (laughs) Well, and and it's funny because, and we find out later, this is true. I'm like, Miyagi probably knows nothing about tournaments because if he did, he would never recommend a tournament because it's like you just get your ass kicked in tournaments like they're so dangerous yeah yeah because it's just full contact it's crazy yeah i think what miyagi really wanted was a duel yeah or like like a yeah like something more contained like this is not crazy (laughs) so miyagi takes daniel to his house his house is beautiful did you see the aloes in the front yard it's probably a five million dollar house because it's like right on the ocean yeah it's, but he's probably had it for like 50 years. Yes. He so. could sell it and make a lot of money. There you go, Miyagi. Okay. So now we have Miyagi. Okay. So they arrive at Mr. Miyagi's house and Miyagi goes in and gets a bucket and comes out. Miyagi sits Daniel's son down and gives Miyagi life lesson number two. You ready for it, Jen? Yep. You walk on right side of road, safe. Left side of road, safe. Middle of road, squish like grape. Same with karate. Karate, yes. Karate, no. No karate, guess so. So I oddly understand this now. I do too. (laughs) I do too. You have to be in or out. No, I don't think that's what he means. Yes, it is. He's like, if you're in, you're all in. Okay. I think he was talking about technique specifically, but okay. No. Okay. No, he's, this is the beginning. He's like, are we doing this? Because you can't do this half-assed. Okay. But you can walk on the left side of the road. You right. can walk on the right side of the road. You commit to a side. Okay. You can't be wishy-washy. Okay. Because that's also how techno- how technique works. No. no. In karate. Like, if you're in the middle. Take it from the poet. Get... This is a metaphor. But if you're in the middle. But he's using the technique of karate as the metaphor. I I guess. I mean, he's using walking down the street as the metaphor. If you're in the middle, you're in the line of fire. Everything on karate is off the center. No, Daniel's son doesn't know enough about it yet to to have that metaphor be appropriate. But it will will become clear to him. Well, maybe it's a double entendre. (laughs) I can't do this anymore. All right. (laughs) Miyagi makes a sacred pact. I teach you karate. You do what I say and you don't question. Daniel's like, okay. And it's like, now here, go wash all my cars and wax them. (laughs) And he's saying the scene we all know, wax on right hand, wax off left hand, breathe in, breathe out. Don't forget. Um, Daniel does everything, does a really nice job. Timmy approved, my consultant, he approved. He approved of the waxing? Jenny, you know how clean he is about the cars and shit. This is his wheelhouse, literally. All right. So um, he leaves. The next day at school, Daniel taunts Cobra Kai. In yeah. front of Valley because now Smart. he can. He's got a pass. He then, has six weeks to live is what mm-hmm, he has. Mm-hmm. Then he asks her to go on a date for Saturday. And when Saturday oh arrives, he picks her up at with his mother driving. I just, this was so painful to watch. At a fancy house. <laughs> so Allie painful. brings Daniel up to meet her parents. They are dressed in designer clothes and have tennis rackets in their bag, even though it's dark. Of course they do. They're, they're like, you can't get more stereotypical. Daniel accidentally kicks a rock loose. He's destroying their house, apparently. 
They walk down and they both get in the front seat of Daniel's car with his mother. That was a thing. I mean, I never did it, but I remember people doing that with bench seats. Like three people be sitting in the front and you're like, what are we doing? Yeah. That was because those big bench seats, you could fit like five people. Oh, yeah. It's like a couch in there. Oh, weird. The car won't start and they have to pop it. Of course. Okay. They go to the arcade and they're playing like foosball and mini golf and bumper cars and shit. And they do the obligatory phone or photo booth. And Cobra Kai shows up, Jen. First of all, this was very, 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 very different than my 15-year-old dates. Really? Yeah. Were you just drinking in the woods? And- I was just drinking and smoking weed in the woods. <laughs> like, these people went places and did things. Yeah. Well, the mother dropped them off. She's not going to drop them off back Cayuga to go get okay. some beer. We would have gotten dropped off in front of the place. So would we. we would yeah. walked yep. in the woods behind it. Come we on. Bulls said convenient. We're going. <laughs> yep. That's it. So Cobra Kai is like in a in a car and they're suddenly being nice to Allie in the car what there's 16 of them in that car there's 16 of them in the car and they're being nice to Allie like come on you want to go with us your boyfriend can come too what nope what the hell's that all right I don't trust that the next day Daniel shows up at Miyagi's house and Miyagi's in the backyard and Daniel goes boy I thought the Chinese restaurant was nice you got the beat wow 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 Miyagi shows him the Japanese sanders, and he tells Daniel-san to sand the entire deck. And he finishes late, and Miyagi tells him to go home and get some rest, come back at 6 a.m. tomorrow. So he's doing the sanding. So all this shit is to teach him blocks. Those are all blocks. Yes. Yes. But Timmy said he's also doing it to build up his arm strength. Muscle muscle memory and endurance. Yep. And breathing, because breathing is so important. Yes. I guess. It's totally is. It's, it's how like it, if you, you'll last like a minute in a match, if you don't have the right breathing technique, cause you lose your, like you just lose steam so quickly. It's an endurance thing. The next day, Miyagi's trying to catch a fly with chopsticks. Miyagi life lesson. Number three, Jen, man who catches fly with chopstick accomplishes anything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. sure. Okay. Uh, do you remember the interview where Obama caught a fly with his fingers? No, no. Mm-hmm. He was talking to somebody. He just went boop and plucked wow. the fly right out of the air. Wow. Yep. Watch Damn. that sometime. I'll put that in the Mimi Bees. I don't care what side you're on politically. That's impressive. <laughs> All right. So Daniel tries and he gets the fly on like the second try. Yeah. Which was beginner's mm-hmm. line. I guess. I don't know. I've never tried this. As punishment. No, I'm just kidding. Mr. <laughs> Miyagi then walks him outside and has him paint a fence. And Daniel's starting to get pissed. And I don't blame him. Yeah, because he's not understanding. Because he's not explaining any of this. Although I feel like you, like if he knows anything about karate, which supposedly he he has taken it, he would recognize that, like how he's showing him how to. He would recognize yeah. blocks instantly. Yeah. The next day, he shows up at Miyagi's, and Miyagi's not there. And there's a note that says, "Paint my entire house." <laughs> Miyagi returns and he's clearly been like fishing and Daniel just freaks out on him. (laughs) And Miyagi reveals he's been teaching him karate all along and he's showing him that these are all blocks that he can use. And I have to say, like, I wish I learned blocks like this. Like, this is a really, this is a good way to do it. I hate to say it. It really is. Like, oh, yeah, we don't question Miyagi. He's got the muscle memory down. Like the way I learned blocks is like you'd learn as you go is to get punched. That's how you learn to block like really quickly. 
No, Miyagi is correct. Miyagi yeah. is always right. We don't question Miyagi. Period. Because after doing that, like you just have that motion, you have that yeah. muscle memory now, like almost instantly. That's a really intense, good way to do it. The next day, they go to the beach to learn the crane. And Miyagi kicks Daniel out into the water to learn balance. Miyagi is taking a real hands-off approach to all of this. He's like, go in the water and learn balance. I feel like when he's in the water getting like pummeled by the waves, it felt very like, remember when Rocky went to Siberia and was like, yes, he was like carrying to beat the Russian. I feel like if Rocky was a wimp, this was like, yeah, that's it. There you go. Yeah. Rocky was no wimp. No. Uh, they're leaving the beach and some guys are drinking on his truck. This, this would just- not happen. Why are there so many assholes in L.A.? This would not happen. They have the bottles lined up perfectly on his wheel well. This would not happen. That's bullshit. Miyagi hits the bottles and knocks all the tops off of them, like chops right through them. And Daniel's like, oh, my God, how'd you do that? Miyagi's like, oh, first time I ever did it. And the guys are like, oh, my God, we'll leave. Like, they wouldn't beat up this elderly man and this 14-year-old boy. Right. They were clearly drunk. Right. And ornery. And they just, okay, whatever. Later, Miyagi and Daniel are in a boat training. Daniel's standing on the bow of the boat. He's learning balance. And Miyagi tells him he's learning karate so he doesn't have to fight. Because Daniel's like, when are you going to teach me how to punch? When are you going to teach me how to punch? Like, I want to shoot Johnny in the face. Uh, (laughs) Miyagi tips the boat and Daniel falls in the water while he laughs maniacally. I thought that was funny. I thought it was hilarious. Okay. Then we go to this fancy country club daniel and Allie have made a date and daniel's supposed to pick her up there at 9 30 she's at the country club and she and her father are dancing and i'm like what kind of event is this it's weird this is a country club it's like at night. <laughs> i clearly have never stepped foot in a country club. i have no and this is yeah it's so- like prom so the, why is her dad Robert Redford? Why is Robert Redford in every show we watch? <laughs> I just don't understand. It's like prom. Like there's a live band and it's weird. Okay. Thanks. So Johnny's there, of course, because I guess his family's rich too. He cuts in and he dances with Allie and Danny has got grown impatient waiting outside. So he's gone inside. And he spies through the kitchen door and he sees them dancing together. And Johnny decides to make out with Allie just I, as he's seeing him. I thought Daniel was going to get mistaken for the valet at first. because he's dressed like one and he's The outside. outfit is white pants, a white shirt, and I think a red members only jacket. Is that a members only jacket? Because I kept waiting for the members only jacket. It looks like it. I don't know. Okay. So what Daniel doesn't see, because Daniel freaks out and runs away and runs, of course, into a waiter with a tray of spaghetti. Of course he sees this. And everybody sees this. And, of course, he runs away and doesn't stay to see Allie punch Johnny in the face. Right. And everybody's laughing at him, which I said, I have a note, this is way too much emotional expression for a country club crowd. That would never happen. That would never happen. I had a brief encounter with some country clubs in the 90s but not, not in the 80s and not anytime recently, but there's no way there would be this much emotional expression. Okay. So now shit gets dark, everybody. <laughs> Daniel heads over to Miyagi's, and Miyagi's drunk, and he's in his uniform, his army uniform. He's staring at a picture of his woman, clearly his wife, and says he met her in Hawaii in a cane field. 
He shows Daniel a picture of his wife pregnant and said she was going to have the first American-born Miyagi. Then we find out his wife died giving birth to his son in an internment camp while he was fighting on the German front. Where was he? Wouldn't be on the German front. You know what I mean. Where was he? In the Pacific? If he was if he was stationed in Hawaii, which I'm assuming that's what he's saying. Is that what he, he said? The Pacific. Well, he was in Hawaii, right? Yeah. He was probably stationed in Hawaii. So he, he said he went. Yeah, but he said he went to fight the Germans. Oh, okay. Well, so that made no, me he, feel like he was in Europe. He was in Europe then. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So she was at a relocation center. It was November, 1944. When he first started talking about the war, I didn't see his uniform. Like I couldn't see his uniform yet. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, did he fight for Japan? Because <laughs> <laughs> he said he's from Okinawa. Yeah. No, he fought for America. And how did they repay him? They stuck his wife and kid in an internment camp. Don't get me started. He said he's from Okinawa, which is Japan. Yes. But they're, they culturally like identified as like differently. Like yeah. culturally, they, they don't identify as Japanese. But they're right, because he was saying when he was explaining where Okinawa was that it's between China yeah. and Japan. And it's only been part of Japan for like 200 years or something. It's not like a super long time. So Daniel also sees some medals, a medal of valor. And I wrote, this got dark. That is the medal of honor, I think. Isn't it's a, it? It's a, it was it a said star. valor on it. It's a, it's the medal of honor. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a star. I thought I wrote that down somewhere, but now I can't find it. Okay. So not only is he, has he served our country in a war, but he's a decorated war veteran. Yeah. Yep. And his and he, family is thrown into an internment camp. Yeah. I mean, that, that's exactly what happened. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Cause don't forget he either maybe wasn't a citizen yet, or he was, you know, he was a naturalized citizen. So they didn't trust him because he was Japanese. Right. Can I make a book recommendation here? Yeah, sure. The Buddha in the attic. Oh, I haven't read that. Juliet Saku. Oh my God. It's amazing. It's written in collective voice from the voice of the picture brides. Oh, it's really good. And it, it, so it starts when the picture brides are arriving and it kind of goes through the start of the war and the internment. Hmm. It's really, yeah, like really that. interesting. Okay. All right. Also, can we discuss that Miyagi gives a 15-year-old whiskey? <laughs> he does. He does. Oh, is this, doesn't Daniel have his license or is that later? That's we'll later. Later. That's yeah. later. Okay. The next day we see Daniel at the beach and he's like by himself and he's doing all this stuff. So this is the he gets it now. Signal. He gets it. He's training. Yeah. He's, doing he's appreciative thing. now. Uh, next, we see Miyagi with some sort of helmet on, and he's finally teaching Daniel the punch. Miyagi lesson number four, Jen. The secret to the punch. Make power of whole body fit inside one inch. Okay, that is not Miyagi's secret of the punch. That is how you do martial arts and karate. Look, Miyagi's throwing down these life lessons. I'm just relaying them. I'm just a messenger. And let me tell you, like that... You'll punch for a long time. You'll punch for a year in karate and you'll just be punching. We used to do these drills into like pads. Like somebody holds a pad so you can punch it as hard as you want to. Like you're not punching a person and you're like, you're punching and you're punching and you're like, wow, that's pretty cool. And then one day you figure that out. Like you figure out the, the torque of your body and the fort, like putting the weight into it. And you're like, oh my God, like it's yeah. a whole, it's a whole different ex- feeling. It's, it's pretty cool. Anyway. Okay, that was exciting. 
Next, we see Mr. Miyagi make Daniel a cake for his birthday. He's so sweet. You didn't talk about how he dropped him when Daniel was jumping around and punching Miyagi and Miyagi just drops him. (laughs) He does drop him. It's very good. So Mr. Miyagi makes Daniel a cake for his birthday, but that's not the sweetest thing, Jenny. He gives Daniel the ghee that his wife had made for him. So the ghee is not what the wife made. She made the patch that's on the back. Right, right. But a ghee with the patch on it. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, Daniel remembers he was supposed to go see his mother. I was like, where's his mother? Because I feel like she's all over him. And like, it's his birthday. And where the hell is she? Well, and Miyagi goes, too bad your mother couldn't come along. Like, why didn't they just have it together? And can we discuss that? They live in the same building. Can I discuss that we have a new phobia? I have a new phobia. Oh, no. Blowing birthday candles out. Why? Because of this whole thing. Wow. I, I never want to be around that again. Wow. I never want to eat a cake where that happens. Okay. I'm just freaked out by it now. All right. Totally freaked out by it. Fair enough. I, I mean, I don't think it was super hygienic to begin with. No, it wasn't. Right. But, but I don't like it. Like it, this just made it a whole thing. This okay. whole we can't have anything nice. <laughs> All right. So Miyagi's like, come here, dude. I have another gift for you. And lets him pick any of the cars. I totally forgot this. Like, I know. What? I know. It's, and he picks that beautiful yellow. Timmy thinks it's a 1942 Ford. Timmy doesn't know. Well, I was sending him the picture, the screenshot at work. So he's like, without seeing it, mm-hmm. I don't really know. I'm identifying it from a picture. Okay. As Daniel is freaking out, Miyagi says, because Daniel just got his license. Miyagi says, Miyagi life lesson number five, Jen. License never replace eye, ear, brain. I mean, yeah. Okay. It's, okay. Then in a very touching moment, Daniel tells Miyagi he's the best friend he ever had. And Miyagi tells Daniel, you're pretty okay too. <laughs> and then Daniel heads to an arcade in his new car to apparently start a fight with Allie, which I thought he had to go meet his mother. Right. Like, he, lied. Mother? he lied. That son of a bitch. This dude just gave you I know. a patch his dead wife made. And a fucking car. And you lie. Okay. Okay, so at the arcade, he, like, gets in Allie's face, and he's all, like, you. he's very in her face. I don't know why she's pissed at him, though. Like, she's pissed at him, and all her friends are pissed at him, and I don't understand why. I feel like it's because he didn't believe her. He assumed that she was back with Johnny. He literally saw what he saw. Yeah, like she was definitely dancing with them. Yeah, like, I, I like, agree. But he gets in Allie's face, and like, I just don't like how in her face he was. I would not have been okay with that. First of all, she looks fifteen years older than him, and mm-hmm. he has on like a six T jacket. Like, what is that jacket? Like, it's like. Uh-huh. Hey, <laughs> Uh, we need to know, I think, how old Elizabeth Chu is. She's 25. Oh, thank you, Jenny. So she's two years, she's two years older than him. He just looks 12. He's 23. He He still does. Oh, he still looks 12 years old. Speaking of Jenny, I have a post-it. Okay. I was looking up Ralph Macchio to see how he looks now because he's in Cobra Kai. So he's doing a bunch of press. He named his firstborn son, Daniel. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's, that's the post-it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All the news that's fit to post on a, to print on a post-it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's, so she's 25. You just 25. breeze him right past that? Yeah. They're like this kid Daniel. What? Why would It's kind of cool. So they're the same age, basically. What's his name? Johnny? Yes. 19. Oh, oh, no. no. Oh. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. So he's like in Allie's face and he's like, you can't handle the fact that we're from two different worlds. Could you? Could you? Huh? 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 I'm like, wow, dude, you are super aggressive right now. Like, and what is were, happening? If that were true, she would have never even gone with it. Like, given him the time of day. I know. So finally, the friend is like, she sprained her wrist punching Johnny, you fucking moron. She should learn how to punch correctly. And Daniel's like, oh. I can train her to do that. So, so she now wait. He finds her outside and this is what happens. Ready? I'm going to I'm going to act this scene out. <laughs> hey slugger, I'm such a jerk. You are a jerk. So am I forgiven? Hey, I don't hear anything. I guess that means yes and they start making out. Oh my god. That's his apology. Yeah. It's pretty Hey bad. slugger, I'm a jerk. You are a jerk. So am I forgiven? I guess I guess that means yes. Wow. Okay. Daniel that is not clear consent, my friend. I mean, to be fair, they're 15. They're supposed to be 15 or 16. I know, but he should say the word sorry. That would be okay. Mm, you know how men can't say that. All right, everybody. The next day is the tournament. The big fucking tournament. They register Daniel as a black belt and Mr. Miyagi steals a belt. They don't even have to prove it. They're just like, he's a black belt. But he steals one and puts it on him. It's pretty good. Cobra Kai... Lurking in the shadows, catches up with Danny in the locker room, and they call him Danielle. (laughs) And they almost fight, but it's broken up. Daniel is woefully unprepared for this. Like, shouldn't Miyagi have had him spar with anyone? Anyone. 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 Yeah. So we see a bunch of smaller competitions, and Daniel's able to, like, hold his own and score some points. And Jenny, you're the best around is playing. You're the best around. There's two ways to get really injured in karate tournaments and demos. Those are the two ways you get super injured. Okay. Okay. The karate talk I feel needs to end. What? It's a movie literally about karate. People don't watch Karate Kid because it's about karate. You do understand do you know this, that? right? You don't know that. Do you want to take? I'm going to put a poll. I'm putting a poll in the Mimi Bees. People do not watch the Karate Kid for the fucking karate. Wait, are we talking about people who watched it when it came out? Yes. So you think they Our saw a film titled? Adults. But you think in the eighties that people saw a film titled "The Karate Kid" and didn't go there because it was about karate? No. no. So they I thought they wouldn't see karate in this movie. <laughs> they knew they would see karate, but it's not like they were part of a dojo and went. I bet you that happened a lot. No. No. I bet you a bunch of girls went because they thought Ralph Macchio was cute. Well, sure. And I don't know. Some 80s cokeheads thought Sensei was their person. It's not irrelevant. It's, I'm sure, look, I'm sure there are a very small percentage of people who went to see it because it's about karate. Small. Small. I mean, it's not like they went to learn about karate. 3%. It's a thing in the movie. 3%. I'm putting three percent of the people that went to see Karate Kid in 1984 <laughs> went because it was about karate. Yes. So everyone else, eighty-seven percent went because it was to... supposed to be a good movie. Well, a good movie about karate. Did you go see the Rocky movies because you like boxing? Yes. 
I hate boxing and I went to see the Rocky movies because I like the drama, the tale, the yeah, story, but it's the character. No. Did you see Raging Bull? Because you hate, did you like, because you I like loved boxing? Raging Bull and I saw it because I like Robert De Niro. Yeah, but you didn't see it when it came out when he no. was a nobody. No. And it's not even that. You might have some interest in karate, yes, but do you really cool. need to know everything that happens behind no, the scenes? I'm not. I'm just saying there's some interest there. I'm like putting you, a poll in the Mimi Bees. All right. Do, did you watch the Karate Kid for the karate or for everything else? When? When you saw when it you as you originally a saw it in 1984. Did you go for the karate? Ralph Macchio was a nobody. <laughs> Still is. <laughs> okay. Karate All right. is not irrelevant. Half the movie's about it. Da, da, da. Stop. <laughs> okay. All right. There. Are... Okay. Here's another thing. Now, maybe Jenny, this is you where you can very because it was about poetry. We gotta sit and listen to you fucking recite Lord Byron. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not golden. That was golden. God damn it. Okay, here's where you can bring in your real life karate experience. I'm going to bring it to your house right now. <laughs> Crowd size. That no, you okay. Was that so, unreasonable cuz I felt like there were thousands of people there. So, depending on the size of the tournament, like we went to one that's like the greater New York area. I've only been to one karate tournament cuz I won't participate in them because because of people like Cobra Kai, the people who compete in these tournaments train eight hours a day for it. And they're in their 20s. And I was like in my late 30s. And I'm like, I can only train like three hours a week, four hours a week. You're not, you're just, you're, you're going into like a thing with athletes. But there like, could why? be thousands of people there. there. Yeah, because there's like a ton of kids. There's a okay. ton of adults. Everybody I should say at soccer tournaments, you see a yeah. lot of parents. It could okay. get really big. Okay. Yeah, that, that the size was totally believable. So we see Cobra Kai in various rounds, and they're all aggroed out. And that maybe they're all on roids. Oh, I'm sure. And then at one point, Daniel fights a cokehead who kicks him in the face. Although, no, maybe they're not on roids, because don't roids slow you down. Like, bulk and karate slows you down. Yeah, they're on coke. Bulk. Yeah. yeah. In the semifinals, Sensei takes a page out of my book and has a Cobra guy take a cheap shot at Daniel's leg and take him down. Why is this a page out of your book? Because <laughs> I'm always th- I'm always thinking we should like Nancy Kerrigan some people on the soccer field. Like you'll always have that one <laughs> soccer player who just dominates, and I'm always like, oh my god, why doesn't somebody just take a kick to the knee there? What's going on? Well, that is so. I don't condone that. I'm teasing. I'm kidding. Don't come for me. So the interesting thing about karate versus so I also went to a lot of judo Jesus, tournaments. Here we go. Because my ex-husband was a judo fighter. Luckily. And judo tournaments are fucking awesome because they throw each other. So everyone's flying through the air. It's like really awesome. But karate is like, like it's not a sport. It's a it's self-defense. So there's so many deadly moves in it that like half of half of them you can't use in a tournament. Like they're just illegal moves. That is one of them. So that guy comes at him and does this sidekick into the side of your knee that's going to break your knee. Mm-hmm. Like. If that was done at full force, it would have broken his knee. Supposedly, it seems like it dislocated it instead of. Yes. So we have like Daniel goes down and everyone's screaming and it looks like he's out. But Mr. Miyagi does his little magic powers. His wipe, wipe, wipe with his little hands. So I have an index card. If it's about karate, I'm going to lose my shit. It's not about karate. Okay. 
I, I have so much knowledge about karate will not fit on an index card. <laughs> okay. All so right. what is Mr. Miyagi doing to fix Daniel's dislocated joints? Because we saw this earlier when he was painting. I think it was. Yeah, when he, he was having an arm pain. He dislocated his. He said he couldn't move his shoulder, which usually means a dislocation. Yeah. So if you've ever had that happen to you, like, you know, and they have to pop it back into the socket, which that's not an unusual thing. But like he didn't you didn't see him manually pop that back in. Right. He does something weird with holding his hands there. So. I looked this up online to see like what they were trying to do in the movie. And what they say is that it's Reiki. So Reiki oh, is an okay. alternative medicine. It's called energy healing, like through the hands. It's a pseudoscience. Mm. It's based on chi. There's no empirical evidence that, that chi exists or that this works. I mean, that doesn't mean that there's, there couldn't be something to it, but there's been nothing to prove that at right. this point. Not that there's been extensive pools of evidence on this, but the evidence that exists that, you know, have been problematic. Like they, they didn't follow like the proper double blind procedures. They didn't, they didn't have control groups, like things like that. So there's some, there's some research around this, but right now there's nothing empirical that says this exists and it works. So it's considered pseudoscience right now. There's no central authority controlling the use of Reiki or Reiki master, there's no regulation. So like I couldn't set up a thing saying I'm a chiropractor. Right. And like, put, yeah, like Jenny Bree's chiropractor. Come oh, to but you house. could set something up that says you're a Reiki master. Yes, you can. Yes, so that's what they're can. saying. Like there's no, cause that's the know, thing now is that like, there's no control over those words. Anyone there's no regulation. There's no regulation. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you know, sometimes everybody, you need regulation. Sometimes you do. Because let me tell you something. People would do bizarre shit Yeah, if there was no regulation. Right. Like if I were a chiropractor, I have no idea what I'm doing. I would probably break something in your body. Mm -hmm. Sure. Absolutely. By accident. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Are we done? That's it. That's all I got. That was interesting. Good job, Jenny. Okay. So in the final round, Johnny and Daniel are going to square off because, of course, they are. Again, this is the all-valley under 18 karate championship and they have the same fan fanfare as the boxing scenes from Rocky when he's fighting Apollo for the world championship. Like it's the same kind of crowd. People are screaming. People are cheering. Cause usually there's a bunch of matches happening. Are you saying I'm exaggerating something? Usually there's a bunch. No, no. I mean the crowd is exaggerated. Okay. Like there's, there's usually we all know I don't exaggerate anything going on at once where it seems, although this, this, like in the beginning, it's like it at was, the end, yeah. there would be one or two yeah. matches left, but in the beginning, there's a whole bunch of stuff going And his first fight is a complete friggin' disaster. People are coming at him. He just goes straight back, which is like, you're dead. If you do that, you're just completely dead. That's he's in the middle of the road. Yes. That's the problem. And then he gets it and he starts yeah. deflecting off the, off the line of attack. In the final round, Johnny gets kicked in the nose and is sent to see Sensei. Sensei tells him to sweep the leg. Which I'm confused about that. Wait, I covered, I mean, I took a bunch of notes on the matches, but I guess you don't want to hear that. You could tell me what sweep the leg means. That's the only thing I'm interested in. Um, Sweep the leg. I don't understand because sweeps, I think, are usually allowed in the black belt level fights. Like, they're not, I don't think they're allowed in the lower fights, but... 
But it's understood to be a cheap shot, correct? I don't know. I mean, sweeping the leg is a takedown. That's a normal, like, that was confusing to me. I don't know. That might be something that. Well, Sensei Shellen, do you have a problem with that? No mercy, no mercy, no mercy. And Johnny's like, okay. Takedown. Like, that's not anything crazy. And they were doing them the whole, like, you were seeing that the whole time. Johnny gets back in there and he goes all aggro. And things get intense and Johnny starts taking cheap shots. They keep hammering away at that one leg. Yep. And on on the sidelines. Bobby, who he fought earlier, is screaming, yeah, yeah, get him a body bag. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, and he keeps hitting his, his, like, first of all, this match would have never been allowed. This is like Apollo Creed shit. Like, yes. they would have thought this yes. stuff a long time ago. Right, because they're all under 18. And then he does another illegal move, move uh, Johnny does, and I forget what it was, but it was totally an illegal move. Well, I just wrote, why are these boys so angry, Jenny? I don't know. Why are they so angry? Oh. oh my gosh. So then we see Daniel get in the famous crane pose. Which isn't a real thing. And he kicks Johnny in the face and he wins. Now, now, I gave you your karate flight of fancy. Let me let me I talk as a writer. Go ahead. So let me just set this up and then okay. you can talk about the writing. Okay. There's this thing in karate and any fighting that's called telegraphing. It's the number one thing you don't want to do. Like if I go into a bar and I'm going to fight you and I go like this, I'm pulling my arm back into a haymaker punch. What are you, what's coming next? A punch. Yeah. So you can react. That's the rules of life. I know. But if I'm in a bar, if you're in a bar and you're fighting somebody who's a non-fighter, you're going to get away with that. Like if I did this to you, you'd be down, right? You wouldn't have time to react to that. But if you're in a tournament with people who know how to block and are waiting for this to happen, you can't do stuff like that. Like you would punch from here. Right. And he has telegraphed this. A crane kick is the biggest telegraph on earth. You literally <laughs> set up for a face kick, a yeah. chin kick. Yep. And this yep. One, like, it's just not a thing. I it's know. the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Johnny could block that from an hour away. Like, yeah. he's like, yeah, you're going to kick my chin. Like, I ha- already have my block up. Like, yep. what? It I agree. No I will agree with that. Makes no sense. no sense. Okay. So here's my issue with the writing. At the end, Johnny comes over and hands Daniel the trophy. He's like, you're okay, LaRusso. I thought, I'm like, is that Johnny? Is that a different person? What just happened? Daniel is yelling, Mr. Miyagi, we did it. We did it. And that's it. Last screen. I almost died. I had a real problem with this because as a writer, you are like, that's the the apex. And you need a little resolution after that. We need to see, you know, six months later, Daniel dating Allie. Minutes later would have been okay. Like, I understand they set it up for a sequel. I get that. But no. No. I almost died when that ended. I was like, what? Like, there's no, even after the tournament. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing. Johnny was like, oh, yeah. He would have been out cold from that chin punch. Like, Mm -hmm. he'd still Mm -hmm. be laying on the ground from that chin kick. There's no way that guy's walking around talking. And I have a note here. Did this ending influence the Sopranos ending? I, you know strongly, the Sopranos? Yeah, I strongly. They, it just cuts to black. I and everybody has a million questions about it. No, because this ended. Like if they cut to black when Daniel went in the crane. <laughs> that might have been, been more like it. Okay. All right. So that's it. That's the end of the movie. <laughs> like abruptly. Should we just abruptly end our podcast? Yep, done. Bye. <laughs> That's crazy, right? Oh, God. Okay. 
So at the end of everything that we watch, we do this segment called This Is My Why, and it's us reflecting back at this material and deciding what we did or didn't take from it. I'm already, I don't even want to ask Jenny what hers is. Oh, I bet you can't guess it. I wonder if I should go first, just because then they could shut it off. What do you think? What do you think? (laughs) Guess my why. It's going to have something to do with karate. What do you think it has to do with karate? This is why you hate it. This is why you love it. This is why you took it. Okay. All right. Go, Jenny. What is your why? This is why I thought karate was so lame. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So when my ex-husband approached me about taking karate with him, because he was already in it when we were, you know, we were in Brooklyn. It was like 2008 or so. And um, I was immediately like, oh, God, no. <laughs> because of this. Okay. Because of this. I'm like, okay. oh, no, that's terrible. But it was actually, I really, I ended up really loving it. Yeah, because you just imagined a bunch of like roided up, coked up fuckers screaming. All of it. I just yeah. imagined yeah. all of it. I just, huh. it just gave me a bad, but it's actually like a really awesome thing. And like, I wished I had gotten into it younger. Yeah. I thought about it for my girls for a little bit, but they, they went the way of soccer. They didn't like the fighting. See, I just love to fight. They actually, I have an interest. They wanted soccer. Actually, I was taking boxing when mm-hmm. this pandemic hit. That was fun. Yeah. I have a real problem with boxing movies. Like I'm probably the only person who's watched all the Rocky movies, but didn't see really any of the fight scenes. <laughs> okay so my why is this is why i'm terrified of clusters of things oh is this that fake disease that it's not fake (laughs) it's not fake wait why does that have anything to do with the karate kid because cobra kai is a cluster of roided up fuck boys (laughs) who just want to kill everybody no i'm not accepting no 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 it's it's gangs of things i'm terrified of things in a bunch that and has- it started here because this gang terrorizes Daniel. But a gang of people is different than <laughs> a cluster of. I just people. wanted an excuse to talk about trypophobia people, which like is real, real, really real. Oh, I feel like, like, okay, I want an excuse to talk about the British monarchy. Should I try to bring that in? <laughs> I've been trying to incorporate oh, it. Oh, somehow. I'll give you ten bucks if you could connect this to the British monarchy. Go. Okay, so they watched Princess Diana's wedding. Who did? Daniel's son's mother. You don't know that. <laughs> Didn't you see it on the TV in the background? Oh, my God. <laughs> Whatever. I've been trying to work it in a little house, and I can't. So you know what? No. You're not getting no. Oh, that's my why. I, I You can't impose your thoughts on my why. My why is a safe space. Okay, so for those who don't know what tryptophobia is, it's the fear it's of try pop phobia for those who are going to look it up and let me tell you some don't do not and google it it's like the is it actually a fear of phobia right fear of yeah it's fear of clusters fear of but it's like the honeycomb thing yeah it, okay so it's uh i want to throw up talking about it Can I pull up an image no no <laughs> i'll post an image in the no. movie no no she won't she'll be <laughs> kicked will. out i'll kick you yes. out I'll kick you out. Um, it's like a certain, the holes have to have a certain depth. Like they have to be three dimensional. Like you could see the hole. Yeah. 
Yeah, just yep. just don't, guys. A lotus pod. Look up a lotus pod. There a you lotus go. Pod is a perfect example, mm-hmm, ironically. Mm-hmm, it'll make you want to scratch your eyes out. So a lotus pod is a perfect example, but how the fuck does that have anything to do with a bunch of people in a dojo? Because I don't okay. Because my fear of clusters expands to humanity. I don't like when there's a bunch of people clumped together trying to hurt me. Crowd, that's a different that's a different phobia. They are a gang and it's scary. That's a different phobia. Though. I don't like them. And different when they were all dressed like those skeletons, I'm like, this is not okay. Different phobia. Okay, well, bring on the other phobia. I'm okay in crowds. Oh, I know. I don't like a homogeneous group. When they're all dressed alike in the skeletons, it freaked me out. That's a different, another. (laughs) Wait, can we, can we bring my therapist into this? (laughs) Ask her what fear of people dressed alike. And then you had twins, ironically. Yeah, I know. I know. Dressed alike for a long time. I was afraid of them for a very long time. <laughs> Still am. Um, okay. So in all seriousness, I want to talk a little bit about Cobra Kai for a minute. Can you listen? I guess. Oh, I, I have captive I'm not, audience. If I'm not excused yet, then okay. yes. So Cobra Kai is a new series on YouTube TV, I think. No yeah. And basically what happens in Cobra Kai is it's, you know, 20, 40 years later, whatever it is, probably 20 years later, right? No. 30? Probably 30. Okay. Johnny reopens the dojo. He's like falling on hard times. Shocker. Like he was a cokehead. He reopens the dojo and Daniel is a car salesman and he unwittingly ends up mentoring Johnny's estranged son. Of course. Using the ways of Miyagi. Oh, of course. And he's like mourning Miyagi's passing. And guess what, Jen? It has 100% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. What? Yes. Like people are saying it's really good. Maybe we should cover it. Maybe we should cover it. I'm shocked. Yeah. I'd be interested to see. So anyway, um, I watched an interview with Jimmy Fallon and Daniel-san. He looks pretty young still. Yeah. Does he look 20 now? (laughs) He probably looks, if I were to be honest, maybe 40, but he's got to be 50, right? He he was born in 61. Oh. Oh, so he's older than 50. He's, yeah, he's like 55, right? Wow. Seriously? Are you sure he was born in 61, not 71? Let me double check. Pause. Okay, we're back. How old is he? 58. He was born in 1961. Holy shit. <laughs> so he looks freakishly young for his age. Always. Wow. He looks really good. I know. I see the picture and he looks like, I would think he's 45. Yeah. 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 Wow. Good for you, Ralph Macchio. Yeah. That was a secret. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, so Cobra Kai. So I don't know. Maybe put that in the back burner. Maybe we'll get to it someday. Be interesting to look at. I'd want to see how they handle the ta- the toxic masculinity and bullying. Like I know, I know. And Ralph Macchio's character has a daughter named Samantha, and she's involved in it somehow. I'm guessing she's probably has the hots for Johnny's estranged son. 
Probably haven't even watched it, but that's where I'm guessing. Are they all still in LA and like you know I, it's I a think so, yeah. people yet these their lives are still all intertwined. And, and another thing I want to tell you is Pat Morita died in 2005. Yeah, I saw He's been that a long time. Mm-hmm. He, he died like in the 70s, right? He died as an elder, 75, not fucking 55. That's not <laughs> that's an elder. Ridiculous. Jesus, that's ridiculous. Okay, so Jenny, what are we doing next? Do we know what movie? Top Gun. Oh. <laughs> yep. We're okay. doing some top Maverick gun. Goose. We've had many requests. We have. It, we so. have. We also have some um exciting stuff coming in late October. We might do a Halloween movie. Yep. We're trying to nail that down, decide which one. So uh look for that later. And we've already the truth is we're in disagreement on which one. We are. We should <laughs> okay. let, we should we should put the two choices out there. And but I don't want to listen if you lose. I think we should do Nightmare on Elm Street. The original first one? The original. And Jenny thinks we should do the original Halloween. That's the disagreement. Yep. And, you know, there's no solution to that. (laughs) (laughs) One of us will win. One of us will lose. (laughs) We'll see how that works. Um, Also, so far, we've done Dirty Dancing. So go back on your feed and check that out. That was a lot of fun. We've done Howard the Duck. Not so fun. God, that was agonizing. But I'll tell you this about Howard the Duck. Tears for Fears tries to (laughs) to molest Leah Thompson. So it's like the most high budget worst movie ever made. Except Waterworld, I guess. It's awful. It's awful. It's that official title. Uh, And then our latest one is Heather's. Heather's was good. Heather's was a lot of fun. A lot of fun to to talk about that. So um, stay tuned. You know, we're also doing the Little House stuff every Monday in your feed. We are um, kicking those out as often as we can, once a week, Mondays. And if you want to find us, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram at Gen X. This is why. Come at us. Talk to us. Complain about Jenny's karate talk. You know, I can't believe you're like, why are you talking about karate during the karate kid? <laughs> All right, everybody. See you next time. Hi, everyone. Amy here. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate it. To best support us, please consider subscribing, sharing, and leaving a review on Apple iTunes or anywhere you listen. You can connect with Jenny and me through our Facebook group, The Mimi Bees. You can find information on the Mimi Bees and all other projects by liking us on Facebook or Instagram at Gen X This Is Why. Letter X, spell out the Y. Thanks again. See you soon. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 